frustrations are not final. Mistakes are not fatal. And delays are not denials. Anyone can count the seeds in an apple. But only God can count the apples in a seed. My prayer for this ministry, Father, help us to care about people nobody else cares about. Help us to hear the cries of those nobody else is hearing. Who could say it was a bad day until all the days were added up? Hello, Cathedral. Wow, it's great to see everybody today. How about, can everybody stand with me for just a moment? This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. God is good. And all the time. It is our anniversary. All month we're celebrating our anniversary here at Cathedral of Faith. And I thought it might be kind of fun before we jump into the message. Uh, no matter how long you've been at Cathedral of Faith, if you just started attending or you've been here a long time, boy, it's a great place to be a part of the Cathedral family. And uh, so why don't you turn around to two or three people before you're seated, introduce yourself to them, and then find out, uh, tell them how long you've been attending Cathedral of Faith. Can we take just a moment and do that? Meet some people around you, find out how long they've been attending. That's great. Get to know some of the Cathedral family. That's awesome. Uh, can, we, can we give God praise for the family here at Cathedral of Faith? Oh, it's the best church family in all the world. I, I can't believe 54 years. You know how, that was 1965. 1965. Here's some trivia about 1965. In 1965, that's the year that the compact disc was born. That's the year that the board game Trouble was born. That's the year that the Pop-Tart was born. Can somebody say amen to that? Can't go wrong with the Pop-Tarts. That was the year the Diet Coke was born. And I figure Pop-Tarts and Diet Cokes kind of balances everything out, right? Now, that was the year Robert Downey Jr. was born. That was the year Chris Rock was born. It was the year Brooke Shields was born. And it was the year my wife was born. And my wife is way better looking than Brooke Shields, just saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, back in 1965, you could buy a stamp for five cents. You could make a phone call from a phone booth for 10 cents. What's a phone booth? You can, you can buy a, a loaf of bread for 21 cents, a gallon of gas for 31 cents, and the median price for a brand new home was $13,600. Hello! Anybody got a time machine? 
Now, if you grew up in San Jose, I remember when we first moved here, we, we lived in the apartments right down the street, and what I remember about San Jose back then is there were lots of orchards around, and maybe that's why one of my dad's favorite sayings had to do with a seed. Anyone can count the seeds in an apple. But only God can count the apples in a seed. Would you say that with me? Anyone can count the seeds in an apple, but only God can count the apples in a seed. Let's try it out. I've got an apple. When you open it up, well, let me count the seeds in this apple. One, two, three four, five, six, seven. Seven seeds in this apple. Anyone, even I, can count the seeds in this apple. But how many apples are in this seed? If you take the seed and you plant it, it grows into a tree, and that tree produces apples. Are there five? Are there a hundred? Are there a thousand? See, anyone can count the seeds inside the apple, but only God knows the potential of that seed and how productive it could be. Boy, the seed, it looks so small, but never underestimate the power of a seed when you put the seed in the hands of God. Harvest is on the way. Amen? My harvest is on the way. Say that with me. My harvest is on the way. Boy, this really is the life message of our founding pastor, my dad. When you look at where he was born, he's born in this tiny little town in the backwaters of the bayou. He speaks broken English, and at 13 years old, he wanders into a tiny little church with a handful of people, and when the invitation is given, he walks down to the front and surrenders his life to Christ. What a moment. Yeah, let's give God praise for those moments, defining moments in our lives. But if you looked at that moment... It seems so small and insignificant. What's the big deal about a 13-year-old? And yet when you take your life and you put it into the hands of God, God would one day use that 13-year-old in such a way in the Silicon Valley of all places that a few weeks ago, our congresswoman brought us this flag and gave us this certificate. And the certificate reads this way. This is to certify that the accompanying flag was flown over the U.S. Capitol at the request of the Honorable Zoe Lofgren, member of Congress. This flag was flown in honor of Kenny Foreman and his service to God and our community. What a testimony to the power of God in the life of a man. See, that's the life message 
Anyone can count the seeds in an apple, but only God can count the apples in a seed. When you surrender your life to Jesus Christ, the potential of your life, I, I you know, Jesus once talked about the kingdom in this way. He said, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard what? Seed planted in a field. It's the smallest of all what? Seeds, but it becomes the largest of garden plants. It grows and it grows and it grows. That's the power of a seed. It seems so small. I mean, when we think of heaven, normally we think of the place that you go when you die. But in the teaching of Jesus, we see that we don't have to wait till we get to heaven to experience more of heaven right here on the earth. Instead, what Jesus came to do was to bring more heaven into the earth. And it starts as a seed in your life, a little bit of heaven. And then it grows and expands and gets larger and larger. Anyone can count the seeds in an apple, but only God can count the apples in a seed. Are you ready for harvest in your life? I'm ready for my harvest. Say that with me. I'm ready for my harvest. Could you use more heaven in your life? I'm ready for my harvest. Say it with me. I'm ready for my harvest. You know, how do you get more heaven in your life? How can you increase the harvest in your life? Well, there are three things I'd like you to think about. And, and we'll go ahead and, and use the IMAG screens to, to think about them together. The first one is for there to be an increase in your vision. An increase in your vision. George Lucas, the director, you know, the creator of Star Wars, he said, you can't do it. Unless you imagine it. Before you see it out here, you have to see it in here. What have you been dreaming about? What have you been envisioning? What have you been seeing? Before I see more heaven out here, I have to see more of heaven in here. It starts with my vision. Here's what I've noticed in life. There are basically two kinds of people. There are some people who look at the world and all they see, they see the way things are. That's all they see. It's a little bit like this field that you see up on the iMag. This field is from the 1960s in San Jose. And when some people look at that field, that's all that they see. They see what is there there's dirt and there's weeds and that's all that is there. But other people look at that field and they see what that field can become. And that is the new Apple campus on that very same field. When you look at the world, what do you see? When you look at your life, when you look at your marriage, or when you look at your career, or when you look at your ministry, or when you look at your school, or when you look at your city, do you see just the way things are? 
Or do you see the way that they could be if there was more heaven in those places? What Jesus comes to do is he comes to increase our vision. When he looked at people, he, he always saw more than just who they were. He saw who they could become. He once looked at a tax collector. Now, in the first century, a tax collector was looked at as a cheat and a traitor. When other people looked at a tax collector, that's all that they saw. But when Jesus looked at a tax collector by the name of Matthew, he saw more than that. He saw who he could become, that one day Matthew would write the first book of the New Testament. When Jesus looks at you, amen, let's give God praise. The power of the vision of Jesus. When Jesus looks at you, he sees more than where you're at. He sees who you can become. And he wants to help you see. You know, how does Jesus want to increase your vision? I, I was thinking this next year, you know what year it's going to be? It's going to be the year 2020. Can you believe that? And I was thinking, what if we all prayed that Jesus would give us 2020 vision for 2020? You know, how about if we could all see a little bit better to see a little bit more when it comes to our life, for there to be more heaven in your home, for there to be more heaven at your work, for there to be more heaven at your school, for there to be more heaven in your heart, for there to be more heaven in your city. Jesus, give us 2020 vision for 2020. See, before I see it out here, I've got to see it in here. Jesus, give us 2020 vision. When it comes to where we're at as a church, well, we're asking Jesus to give us 2020 vision for the new year. Here are some of the things that we're seeing on the inside. You can see them right up here if we can bring them up. Here's what we're seeing, that next year we'll be able to make 100,000 of our neighbors in our city aware of the Cathedral of Faith, that we'll have 6,000 first-time guests that will witness 3,000 people become followers of Jesus. Can somebody say amen to that? That will give away $15 million in food through reaching out. That will experience 200 new people serving for the very first time. That will see 1,000 people join the cathedral family. That will multiply 25 new high-level leaders who step up and take leadership here at Cathedral, and that we'll see, by the grace of God, both here and around the world, five new Cathedral campuses started in the year 2020. Let's give God praise, amen. That's what we're seeing for our church family. But let me ask you again, what are you seeing? If we were having a cup of coffee after church, and I asked you, what are you seeing for 2020? Where could you use more heaven in your life? Maybe God brought you here today to stir up your vision. Truth be told, nothing is stirring on the inside of you. Bring your vision to Jesus today and allow Jesus to give you 2020 vision for the year 2020. And that's how you have an increase 
in your life, harvest is on the way. Say that with me. Harvest is on the way. Let's give God praise. Amen. My harvest is on the way. It starts with an increase in vision. And then it goes to an increase in faith. Anyone can count the seeds in an apple, but only God can count the apples in that seed. Jesus once used the connection of faith with the seed. He put it this way. He said, if you had faith even as small as a mustard, what? Seed. You could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. Say that with me. Nothing would be impossible. Say it one more time. Declare it with me. Nothing would be impossible. Just a little bit of faith. How big is a mustard seed? It's smaller than a pumpkin seed. It's smaller than an apple seed. Jesus says, if you just give God something to work with, just a little bit of faith. Boy, a little bit of faith. It's not the size of our faith that matters most. It's the size of our God that matters most. Let me say that again. It's not the size of our faith that matters most. It's the size of our God that matters most. And Jesus says, nothing will be impossible for you. Just a little bit of faith. How much is a little bit of faith, Ken? This is how much faith it takes. This is how much, everybody listening, this is really important. You need enough faith to take a step of faith. That's how much faith you need. You need enough faith to take a step of faith. Because here's what I've learned about faith. If you take that seed and you set it on the table, it's not going to do anything. That's not how a harvest comes about. The longer that seed sits on the table, the longer it sits there, the longer it sits there. And nothing is going to happen with that seed. But when you take that seed and you plant it into the ground, that's when your harvest is starting to be activated. So how much faith do I need? I need enough faith to take a step of faith, to plant that seed in the ground and allow God to work with that seed. Anyone can count the seeds in an apple. But only God can count the apples in that seed when it's planted in the ground. So here's another question. What is a step of faith that you have been needing to take? What's the step of faith that you've been wanting to take? God brought you here today to give you a nudge to say, Today is the day to take that courageous step of faith. Give God something to work with because it's not the size of your faith that matters most. It's the size of our God. And even a little bit of faith and a small step of faith can end up being very big in your life. 
There's a friend of ours who's a psychologist. He's written a book called The Two Degree Difference. And in it, he talks about just small changes, little changes can end up being very big in your life. And he goes through all the different spheres of life and shows how that can happen. And when he gets to marriage, some of us think, boy, I could sure use more heaven in my home. More heaven in my home. And we think, I've got to make these big sweeping changes for that to happen. Maybe you don't. Maybe a two-degree change. A little bit of faith. A little step of faith could end up being very big. He lists certain examples of how little things can go a long way. He makes suggestions. He says, for example, you can rent a movie your spouse likes and watch it with them. Or you can leave a love note in the book that they are reading. Or you can keep plastic mistletoe hung in your home year round. I like that one. I think I'm going to put that one into practice myself. Amen. Or you can celebrate the anniversary of when you first met. If you can remember it. I heard about this one older guy. He came to church. And he looked across the building. And he saw this older lady sitting on the other side of the church building. So he got up his courage and he walked over and he asked her out on a date. She said, yes. So the next morning he woke up and he thought, oh no, I know I have a date, but I can't remember when it's for. And so finally he thought, I've just got to eat humble pie and give her a call. And he does. He gives her a call and he says, I am so sorry. I know we have a date, but I can't remember when it's for. And she said, I'm so glad you called because I knew I had a date, but I couldn't remember who it was with. (laughs) A little step of faith in your home, at work, in your school, just a little step of faith. Give God something to work with and watch what God can do. It's not the size of your faith that matters most, it's the size of your God that matters most. And when you take that step of faith and you give God something to work with, your harvest is on its way. Say that with me. My harvest is on its way. Say it again. My harvest is on its way. Can we give God praise? Amen. We serve an amazing God. I want to see more heaven in my life. How can that happen? Well, it starts with an increase in our vision, allowing Jesus to give us 2020 vision for the year 2020. And then it goes to a, a step of faith, taking having enough faith to take a step of faith and giving God something to work with. And then finally, it takes an increase in our patience. And this may be the most difficult of all. Because we live in a culture that hates to wait. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I I saw this little boy and he was getting baptized and, well, he just couldn't wait any longer. Watch the screens and you can see it for yourself. This morning, 
uh, who have accepted Christ as his Savior and as his Lord, and he will demonstrate his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ uh, by willingly being baptized this morning. He's been waiting on this day a long time. <laughs> and so, Jordan, upon the profession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I love that little guy. He just couldn't wait any longer. It's hard to wait. It really is. It's See, the vision and the faith, but when it comes to patience, we live in a culture that hates to wait. We're a little bit like Spanky right up here that we don't like to wait. We don't like to wait at the airport. We don't like to wait at restaurants. We don't like to wait in the parking lot at church. Not at this church, but at other churches, that's true. We just don't like to wait. Even cats don't like to wait. I found this one cat that said, God, grant me patience, but hurry up. <laughs> See, we live in a culture that hates to wait. So when it comes to patience. But Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is not like Snapchat. The kingdom of heaven is like a seed. Like a seed. How do you end up with apple pie on your table? It starts with a seed, but it takes time for that seed to become a tree and the tree to produce apples and for those apples to go into a recipe and for those recipe, that, that pie to be put in the oven. But eventually, with patience, you have an apple pie in front of you. Can somebody say amen to that? I know in my own life, there are times I've put that seed in the ground and I've tried to be patient. And yet when you look at the surface, nothing seems to be happening. All you see is dirt. You're waiting for breakthrough. You're waiting for turnaround. You're waiting for that promise to be fulfilled. But all you can see is dirt. And so you're tempted to get down on the ground and dig up the seed. Hold it up and say, why aren't you producing anything? But that's not the way seeds work. It takes time. But with patience. Maybe this weekend that's where you're at. You're at a place in your life where you, you planted that seed, but you're waiting for the harvest. You're waiting for the breakthrough, the turnaround. You're waiting for that dream to come to pass, for that promise to become a reality. But you look at the dirt and nothing seems to be happening. Here's what I've learned from the Bible and from experience that even when you cannot see it, and even when you cannot sense it, God is still at work in that seed. 
in the deep, dark places of that soil, God is at work in that seed. And one day that seed is going to come bursting out of the ground and that promise will be fulfilled and that dream will come to pass and harvest will be in your hands. Apple pie will be on your plate. But it takes vision, it takes faith, and it takes patience. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12, imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. It takes both. Faith is what gets you going, and patience is what keeps you going. I'm ready for my harvest. Say that with me. I'm ready for my harvest. Can we give God praise? Amen. Thank you, God. You're a good God. And we believe and declare that harvest is on its way. My harvest is on the way. Say it with me. My harvest is on the way. I was thinking about the life of Jesus, how Jesus himself was a seed how he was born in a tiny little town to a tiny little family he traveled in a small area had a small number of disciples everything about Jesus seemed so small he had no military power no political power no religious power and when they took Jesus and nailed him to the cross and put him into a tomb it looked like he was finished on the first day that's how it seemed on the second day that's how it seemed but on the third day they found out they hadn't put a body in the tomb they had put a seed in the ground and on the third day, that seed came bursting forth and is alive forever and forever and has been changing the world ever since. Never underestimate the power of a seed. Hallelujah. Jesus had said this about a seed. He said, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only one seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds and has it ever. Why? Because of what Jesus did. Look around you at the harvest today. More than two billion people are followers of Jesus. And there's a day coming in the future, the Bible says, where the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our Christ. Never underestimate the power of a seed. Anyone can count the seeds in an apple. Anybody can do that. But only God can count the apples in a seed that is planted. I want you to stand with me, if you will. And I want us to give God a little bit of space in this moment. We'll dismiss everybody in just a couple of minutes. But if you'd close your eyes and lock in on God... And I want to affirm with you, declare with you that there's going to be an increase 
of heaven in your world may start as a seed, but it'll continue to increase and grow. If you would say, Ken, the thing that I need and I'm believing for is that Jesus is going to increase my vision. I've just been stuck at seeing things the way they are. And I need to see the way things they can become before it happens out here. It's got to happen in here. And I'm believing that Jesus will help me to have 20-20 vision. If that's who you are, would you slip up your hand real high? And I just want to agree with you that today's your day. Jesus is going to start increasing your vision. Okay, you can put your hands down. If you would say, Ken, today, I know I need to take a step of faith to activate my faith. I want to take a step and by the grace of God I'm believing that God's going to give me the courage to take that step even a small step can end up being very big and that's the declaration you're making today I'm going to take that courageous step of faith just lift up your hand real high say that's me that's me Ken or if you'd say Ken really where I'm at is you talking about the waiting room man that's right where I'm at I've been so discouraged, so discouraged. I look at the surface and it just seems like nothing's happening. But I'm believing that God is at work in the deep, dark places of the soil, working in ways that I can't see. And I'm, by the grace of God, I'll continue to stand strong. And you're making that declaration today. Just lift up your hand by the grace of God. You're going to stand strong and be patient till you see that harvest. Father, I thank you for the family here at Cathedral of Faith. Thank you for guests and friends that are here. Lord, I pray that you would increase heaven in our lives. It may start small, but it will continue to grow and grow and grow and envelop every part of our lives. God, I pray that you would give us 2020 vision as we move into this new year, that we would be able to see. God, I pray that you would help us to take courageous steps of faith this year, that we will be able to step, and that God, in the midst of the waiting rooms of life, that you will encourage us that you are still at work, even when we can't see it or sense it. God, we know that we know. We won't doubt in the dark what you've told us in the light and that we will be able to stand strong. In Jesus' name, for Jesus' glory, we believe that harvest is on the way. Amen and amen and amen. Let's give God praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.